You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. host judy gold i'm here with eh. <laughs> patrick is on the board say hi patrick hi 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 hell hello hi and uh lauren hennessy is almost at vp that makes sense yeah uh, no all right um so this is the the week after my birthday um a lot has changed mm. i uh am now i have to say i'm 54 years old instead of 53 and then our guest is supposed to say oh my god you look amazing let's try that again so now i have to say you know i'm 54 years old instead of 53 years old oh my god you look amazing <laughs> really whoever your acting coach is <laughs> really fucking bad. Okay. Uh, sorry. If you don't recognize it's, that it's, voice, it's Melania. Melania. <laughs> then you'd be like, "Oh my god, you really look amazing." <laughs> um, today we have a very funny comedian, writer, uh, all around good guy. I try to be. Yeah, I, yeah I you try so. to be a good guy. Nerd. Yeah. Total nerd. nerd. Total yeah. nerd. I love nerds. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Uh. Mike Lawrence is here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Woo! Woo! Yeah. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm good. How are you? You're good. You're good. Now, I love you because, um, I mean, I shouldn't start with this because your mom does stand up. That's mm -hmm. why I love you. Mm -hmm. Cool. That, that's a fine reason. Is that reason. a good reason? Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right. So, how do you feel when your mother is on stage? She has not done stand-up in a while. Right. Um, but I've seen you introduce her on stage. Oh, on, on, on a video. Yeah, yes. that, that was... Um, she stopped in the early 2000s, and right. then that was, you know, like, an attempt at a comeback, which I, I very like much coaxed her into. Like, come on. My manager at the time was booking that Nick Mom Night Out thing, and I'm like, I think you oh, could do yeah, this, yeah, Mom. Yeah, yeah. I believe in you. And then um, I asked, I was like, can I host this thing? And right. hosting it was a nightmare, but bringing I, I her was up the was host. a I hosted a lot of those, Nick uh, Mom Night Out. I just hosted the audition show, right, Jason. Right, right, you, right. you hosted the people the that were good enough to be on it. Yeah, I hosted I, the show itself. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> so 
it was a when lot you of... were when when you were a kid did your mother do stand up yes yeah my mom started like um so i was born in 83 my mom started like in the mid 80s uh-huh. in florida right she you're saw... from davie florida yeah yeah so sorry um she <laughs> saw todd berry at his first ever open mic he actually fought for equal pay for her they did a gig together and no way they were gonna pay let her less and he was like no we did the same amount of time. We deserve the same Where amount of money. Where was this? Wow. Somewhere in Florida. Good for Todd Barry. Hey, Todd. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. Todd. Um, so how long did she do stand-up? About maybe like 15 years. And did she do the road or she stayed in Florida? In Florida mostly, yeah. And did you go to the clubs with her? A little bit, but not much. And it was not fun because nothing your parents do is cool. Right, right. <laughs> and you didn't. You know, your father's not in the picture. Or... No, no, he he didn't want her to do it. Um, right. My parents divorced very early. He right. was an alcoholic. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, guys, calm down. <laughs> okay, he was an alcoholic. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like the movie um, Punchline. Right. Uh, huh. <laughs> except even sadder. Uh, yeah. So. And, and um, he he did not support her getting the comedy. Which meant even more when he supported me. <laughs> right. Um, he's like, I, you know, case by case basis. You had it. I don't think she did. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's literally what he said. That's what he said? Yeah. That's so mean. Yeah. All right. Also so, kind of affirming, probably, in a weird way. Yeah. But you expect VP. from the father of the Rose Battle champion. <laughs> right. All right. So do you have any siblings? Yeah. I have an older brother and a younger sister. Half so you're sister. the middle. Yeah, so you my parents. The mental case. <laughs> yeah, my parents divorced like when How I was three you? or four. Right. And then my mom remarried, had another kid. That's my younger sister. And do you like her? Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. All yeah. right. And what about your older brother? He's okay. You don't love him. Yeah, I, 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 I like him the most I ever have. We did not get along growing up. You know, he was a bully. Oh wait, I, I've never heard that word, bully. Yeah. <laughs> Who did he vote for? The bully. Um, no. He no. didn't vote for the bully. I don't think he did. I No, I don't think, no, he can't vote. He went to prison once, so he didn't vote for anybody. Oh, That's so stupid. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, rehabilitation. But so that means Martha really... Stewart can't vote. No. I mean, that's ridiculous. It is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Well, that means a lot of black people can't vote either, and that's pretty much the, uh, that's, the point. That's racist. Yeah, it is. It is fucking racist. Yeah. Okay, so, um... You and I have something in common. You worked at McDonald's, and I worked at Burger King. So we have nothing in common. Burger King. <laughs> you support fight, fight. You fight. you support monarchies. I support McMocracies. Okay. Well, <laughs> let me tell you something. When I worked in Burger King, it was probably nineteen seventy eight, nineteen seventy seven, eight or nine. And I was so uncool. I think I've told this story. I don't know. I was so uncool. You've gotten into it a little bit, but way early on. Okay. That I um, I wanted to be, like, you took the orders, right? Yeah. I wanted to do that. But instead, I was the fucking, like, janitor. Like, I had to clean the tables, sweep in that brown fucking uniform. Yeah. So I was already unpopular. And then, but you... Worked at McDonald's and would scream at the customers or scre- what, what would you... Yeah, they made us clean the tables when there weren't customers. And then, uh-huh. like, 
There's like they're a, always clean at McDonald's. Yeah, oh. <laughs> the cleanest. There's a loud piercing sound in the headset that just. Yeah. I would literally. I usually would put the headset above my ear. I would never actually have the headset directly on my right. ears because it was too much. Um, but yeah, I, I often took the orders. Uh, I, Did you do the drive-through? Yeah, mostly. Okay, so what? Tell me drive-through stories because you know I was a toll collector on the New Jersey Turnpike. Yeah. You should do a so scene. So I have really good. I mean, all right, I'm is. gonna do. We're gonna do a scene. We uh, do scenes. Okay. okay. So you're. Um, I'll be you. Yeah. And then you be one of the drivers. Uh. Hi, my name is Mike. What's your order? Fuck you. You make $5 an hour. I make $6 an hour. I'm better than you. The class war continues. Uh, can I have your order, please? <laughs> I think you should switch Did roles. You, wouldn't you yeah. just do the... All right, I'll, let's switch roles, because you're annoying. All right, you be Mike. I'm annoying? Yeah, you're annoying at this scene thing. You <laughs> have to give me something other than you fucking make $6 an hour. That means she likes I you. I want a good one. <laughs> I want a really good one. Action. I'm All not right. going to say the N-word on, on your show. No. Oh, please. I hate that word. All right, yeah, ready? That's Davey, Florida. Okay. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Wait, what's the first thing you say? What's your order? Oh, welcome to McDonald's. Okay. Welcome to McDonald's. Yeah. What's your order? But it was a very phone-in, like, Moan McDonald's, may I take your order? You huh. just you just do it like an auctioneer. All right. So I'm going to drive up. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to McDonald's, may I take your order? Yeah. Um... Can you just wait? Also, a- why are you making me relive this? This is <laughs> not a good this is point what we in my do. life. This is what we do. I don't we wanna, do. Uh, I don't wait, go I'm going to show you how annoying I am when I, I fought order. hard to escape this. All right, it's regression. I'm therapy. telling you <laughs> <It's not working. laughs> that I, when I go through a drive-through, yes, I'm so annoying because it's basically, you know, uh, yeah, I'll have the chocolate. Ch- what do you want? What? Do- now, tell me now what you want. Oh uh, yeah. There's people behind. Like, what's the best fight you heard? Um, the best fight. Oof. I mean, I mean, I saw parents hit their kids. No way. Did you ever call the police? Um, no. No. All right, we're gonna get off the McDonald's. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. He warned um, you. I, I was like 17 and <laughs> right. confused. I saw drunk drivers drinking. No. I just yeah. What but are you gonna that do? That place yeah. makes you so numb and smelly that right. you feel like you can't do anything. What was the manager like? Like how old was the manager? Uh, his name was Paul. Yeah. Um, it, it was originally. It's funny. It was originally Linda. Then it became Paul. So very Beatles. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's funny. I thought yeah. thought it was a trans. Oh, no. um, okay. oh yeah, yeah. No, it's not yeah, Florida okay. McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like they know what you, that is, and uh, that they can the, afford it. Yeah. The fats or the genders. Right. Uh, <laughs> aware of neither. Yeah. No, I actually I did have a trans employee later, um, and she was so poor. Like she had one boob. Like she was paying for the operation, like piece by piece. Oh wow. Oh yeah. I mean that Which is a boob? documentary. Oh right. yeah. Which boob? Uh, I don't remember what. <laughs> Probably the left one. Why? I just feel like uh, you, you okay, read great. from left to right, and you look down. No, and... not if you're Jewish. Not oh, if you're reading Hebrew. Wow. Why don't you go shut the hell up? That anti-Semitism runs yes. deep. I mean, I had a yeah. mentally handicapped uh, employee who was a co-worker. I almost, yeah. no, I almost got fired because I told her to ask for a raise. And what they did was they paid her... Um, minimum wage um, but never any raises she'd been there 13 years <sighs> and uh, would give her her choice of happy meal toys and a birthday cake 
instead oh. of yeah and i was like this is fucked up then right. i was like you've got to fight for yourself right yeah that's awesome did she oh, and, and they took me to the break room and the guy was like mackle he always called me mackle so when Macklemore let, uh, right. came out, I just thought, oh, is that the documentarian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, he was always like, Mackle, he's like, there's certain people and they do things a certain way and you just got to let them. Wow. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what'd you eat this week? I had red rice with curried tofu and bok choy coconut curry oh my god that sounds fucking awesome it was so good it fed us uh for two days and that was from where sunbizzle sunbasket.com you went gold. to su- that's a sunbasket it was yeah i love sunbasket sunbasket is one of the best you know they deliver the food they and portion you cook it, it out they portion it out there's plenty but what's great is it doesn't take five hours you know to cook it and you just got to set aside a little bit of time. Most and most of the dishes take 15 minutes. It's uh, it's so great. Yeah. Because, all right, as you know, I have children. I, I have to go shopping. And if I want to eat healthy and not order in, it's a lot of fucking shopping. Eating healthy is like you have to have the time to do it. So taking time... Like, and my mother would do this. You plan your meals. Yep. Then you'd go to the grocery store, the farmer's market. You figure out how much you need of each thing. And then, you know, you it end adds up having up. a bunch left over, you know, it, that you throw away. So that's the way it used to be. Like, my mother would plan out the meals and would know exactly how much the recipe. Uh, I don't have time for that. That's what she had time. And if you don't have time, you know what you do? You get Sun Basket. Yeah. Because it's awesome the thing about sun basket is they have they're healthy but they have all different choices they have like gluten-free they have paleo they have vegetarian but the food is really they really... have meat too if yeah, you're a meat, they have meat they've got delicious meat um meat, farm yeah, locally meat. raised i love meat so it's basically farm to table and you don't have to do anything basically and uh everything in the box is recyclable all the little canisters yeah. are plastic recyclable it comes I'm, I'm even so the, hungry right now. the foam stuff that comes with it you can recycle you can really recycle hungry. the box it's it's I'm hungry they're awesome and i'm hungry and uh why don't you come I'm over hungry. and i'll make you a sun basket. okay shut up anyway go to sunbasket.com slash gold and you'll That's... get three free meals i didn't finish my sentence Let's if you want to get time. three free meals go to sunbasket.com slash gold today and get your first three meals free sunbasket.com slash gold okay get three healthy easy to prepare meals free sunbasket.com slash gold do love, it love love it's this so sponsor. good all right talk to you smell you later bye-bye okay so, yep. um, except for the gays, do you think I ever did? I ever work with your mother? Possibly, you know, there's a good chance. Yeah, she I mean, worked with a lot of people. I remember, um, like one of the weirdest stories ever in New York. There's a guy named Randy Epley. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know who he is. Oh, I've heard of that name. Yes. Yeah. So he runs this show called the Comedy Dungeon. It's mm-hmm. like this hostel show. He does a bit where he says he looks like Ted Kaczynski and he has a piece of like paper dynamite. Like, oh, that's funny. Glued to his chest. He still does it. Still does wow, it. so that's a yeah. new joke, a new bit he worked yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> in, in front of foreign tourists who have right. no idea what he's talking right. about. <laughs> and I remember he was like, what was the most impressive thing your mom ever did in comedy? And I was like, 
you know, for her, it was probably opening for Paula Poundstone. That right. was like her personal hero. And he goes, oh, you think that's impressive? And he reaches into his coat pocket and he takes out a flyer that was Paula Poundstone featuring rising star Randy Epley. Oh, my God. It was the saddest magic trick. And well, I, feel, star has, I feel like yeah. whoever I said it would have come out of the right, pocket. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's strange. Yeah, it was the creepiest thing in the world. Like, I just mentioned that, and that's what it was. Ew. Yeah. That's weird. All right. So, Satan. at 15 years old, mm-hmm. wait, so what What were you like in school? You were just a nerd? You Yeah, you know, a little bit of a class clown. I did a lot of poetry. I did slam yeah. poetry yeah, before I did. Yeah, that's when you were 15. You started yeah. going out and doing slam poetry. Yeah, yeah. Like, do one. Can you do one? Um, I, on. I know it's called Confessions of a Bleeding Penis. Okay. And, like, I don't remember the whole thing, but the start of it was, like, what things make you think to make the things that you think, you know? Um, I mean, I mostly did slam poetry during the Bush administration. Right. So I think we all worst. did slam right. poetry. I think yeah. I did slam my head against the head. Yeah. I mean, my head against the wall poetry. Yeah. Get ready to. That's it. When anyone's ever like, yeah, but the comedy and the art is so much better in times of oppression. No, it's not. Oh, Ooh. no. It's like it's the horrible. the worst. Bush feel... comedy was the worst comedy oh. ever. And then we couldn't say anything after 9 for like a long time yeah Yeah. it was bad okay so you're 15 you're going out you're doing just imagine 912 Uh. hey now (laughs) they rebuilt it I'm just saying (laughs) it's like a game of Jenga yeah um so there you know you're doing the slam poetry yeah and but you're like in high school Mm mhm do uh, does everyone think you're a mental case weirdo Eh, some, but they always did, you know, and I was, like, really into comic books and stuff like that. Like, it's funny because there are people now who, you know, nerds are like, I love comics and this and that. I'm like, there are, there are, I, it, it is the elitist <laughs> thing to say, but, like, there are levels. Like, right. there are people who got their asses kicked for this stuff. Right. <laughs> you know. Um, it, it's easy to wear a Harley Quinn t-shirt. It's. Hard to, you know, correct someone on who created her. Right. Paul Dini in 1992. Thank you. Good night. Um, So did you go to college? Yeah. Where'd you go? I I went to multiple places. I started off in a place called Longwood. Um, That's where they actually had the uh, VP debates this year. Yes. Yes. In in Farmville, Virginia. Uh Uh-huh. I went there for one year. Very suicidal and depressed. Um, Uh Uh-huh. You know, spent way too much money. Um, Did you pay for college? Yeah. Yeah, my parents, but yeah, I'm still, right. yeah. All right. And um, and then I went to community college. Where? In, in Florida. Uh-huh. I went back to Florida and then, you know, got my associates and then uh, went to FAU, the Davie campus. Uh-huh. There's like the Boca campus, which is the main one, but then there's like the small satellite one. I was going to be a teacher. I was right. studying to be an English teacher. Oh, that would have been good. I always thought I would be a teacher if I wasn't. Yeah. You know. Oh, you'd be the best English teacher. (laughs) I could see that. Yeah. Right? Are you allowed to talk? No, no, I'm not. I don't know what I was doing. I'm really sorry. So uh, you graduated. Yeah. And and I was like, I'm going to move to New York. I did it almost 10 years ago. Right. And um, it's interesting because I literally, I just headlined the place I started at last week. Where? The Fort Lauderdale Improv. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the comedy club in a casino. What a what right. an amazing place to start. <laughs> oh. Did bringers, you know. Right. And um, 
And it's funny, like they're using me as the success story to keep. Oh, Mike Lawrence their, is coming back. Their new bringer is going. If right. you just so bring did, ten people, did all the yeah. did all the young comics from that area come out to see you? A few of them did. Yeah, and it it was cool. I. But it was also, it was like, you know what the secret of my success is? I left a year and two months in. Like, I left after the first good set I had. Right. And so, but you've said, I've read that you, um, you think it's, you can work on your act more in LA than you can in New York? I, when did I say that? Well, you said it in an interview, and that's what you said. I remember that. Well, I'm, you said you also might end up in LA. Like, that oh, you. Oh, we're moving. Yeah, we're moving in January. Why? I think I've done all I can here. No, you haven't. All right. Yeah, so, I, I so you're I, very, you're a, you know, like what I, I, you know, you're a sad person. You have a lot of sadness. Yeah, yeah. I, I also, you know, they say anger is unresolved sadness or un, yeah. not being able to deal with your sadness. I'm cynical too. Right. Well, welcome to Kill Me Now. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, kill kill when me did, when you want to. When did you first feel or realize you were sad or that you felt sadness? I think I always have. Right. I, I think... Um, Do you cry a lot? No. And and sometimes I wish I, I could more. Right, right. Same. I, I mean, it was weird. The, the way that I found out about the election results, like, I... I because I'm from Florida... And because I'm a cynic, mm-hmm. I accepted it before anybody else in my immediate group. Right. And I, I was, I, I, I was doing a, a taping that night mm-hmm. for this. Uh, Big J has this crowd work show. I did that show. Yeah. Oh, it got picked up. Yeah. So mm, I so haven't been asked back. You will. So <laughs> we do it, and it's like ten, we go on. I go on stage at ten thirty, and. People are starting to kind of figure it out because even if she had won, he'd already won too much for things to ever be the right, same again. Right. It was, you know, the damage had been done. But I already felt like, oh, he's winning. He's right. going to win. And they're just like, all right, and remember, this is going to air a couple months from now, so you can't mention anything about it. And you mm-hmm. just have to go on and pretend. And then Ugh. it's like, you're in the green room. People are sad. I go home, you know. My wife is like in te- like bursting right. in tears, and there was that part of me that was like, I wish that I could cry with her, but right. I also feel like I'm so cynical. And and in some ways, you know, being a straight white male, it doesn't affect me as right, much right, as right. it does. And those are the people who are telling me, I know, just yeah. to relax, yeah. relax. Fuck you, yeah. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Now. You, um, you have, you know, you've said that fear has, has been a very oh, absolutely. big, you know, motivator yeah, for 100%. you. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, I feel that. I mean, the fear of how are you going to feel if you don't, sort of. Like, that's why I work. People are like, oh, do you like working? I mean, I kind of like working out, but i I don't want to I know how I feel when I just sit around and don't work out, and yeah. I have the fear of feeling that, so I fucking work out f so. I mean, in terms of comedy being a second generation comic, like right. I was raised by someone who didn't make it. I know what right. that's like. I saw it, mm. and the first week that I moved to New York, my mom said to me, "Just remember if it doesn't work out, you're always welcome back here and 
That's all I need. <laughs> but do you think that she didn't make it because she couldn't do it 100%? I think there's some of that for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. of you and your brother and your sister. Yeah, the three So, anchors. I mean, where the fuck is she going <laughs> to... Um, and Florida, and yeah. Right. So, you can't... Because of us, yeah, yeah, that she had to stay for... So, you have to realize that you're living out your mother's dream and you're a horrible son. Now, <laughs> when you first started doing stand-up, you did a lot of AIDS jokes. Yeah. As someone who lived through the AIDS crisis and have seen many people die from AIDS. Yeah. Uh, can you tell me some of those? Oh, yeah. Come on, I need a couple. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Um, these are all like Florida classics. Uh, one was, uh, you know, there's a cast member on Survivor this year with AIDS. You know, he's fighting to win immunity. Uh, <laughs> That's good. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had basic setup punch structure early in. Right. I, my big closer was this thing called uh, STD Harmony. Uh huh. And it was like a website, and it was like, come, and the the closing line, it was like a sketch almost thing, but like, it was like, come the STD Harmony, where all results are positive. <laughs> and then the <laughs> and then the song was like, this will be a three to six month love. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Oh, see, these, yeah. those are good AIDS strokes. They're yeah. not like gerbil I, up the ass. Fucking. I mean, that was the thing. I came here so oblivious in so Florida. Like, I did right. I did an open mic at Boots and Saddles like two months in, and I was bombing. And I just go, man, it looks like someone opened up a can of AIDS in here. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> now, did anyone get on your case? Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I just bombed even harder. Right. I, Bombing I, makes you such a better comic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is Boots and Saddles a gay bar? Yeah. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. okay. Just clarifying yeah, for the Street. audience. Yeah. 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 So um, you come here, you're doing stand. Now, did you live by yourself? Did you? No. I lived, um, my cousin had a roommate. Like, uh, what, I, my, what my original plan was my mom lived in the Poconos at the oh, time. Oh, she moved. Yeah, in 2004. Now, now she's back. She just moved back in like twenty fifteen. To Florida, yeah. But with my stepdad, since my parents divorced for right. like the last twenty, almost thirty years now, right? Um, but I was going to go into the city and then be in the Poconos. Go into the city, be in the Poconos, right? And my cousin had a room open up. I had two thousand dollars. Right. I'd never seen snow. And right. I was like, you know what? I'm going to move to New York. I was dirt poor. I right. mean, the first few years were extremely tough. Um, I did any Craigslist gig, right? Uh, work and stand up, right? <laughs> Just mm. um, I worked at Pinkberry. Um, mm. I stocked restaurants at LaGuardia at four right. a.m. Um, all sorts of. I think the most for your art. The most I made was so you, you, you know eight fifty. So you feel like you have something in common with the Trump kids. Is what you're trying to say. <laughs> is that you can really, they can really relate to you. All right. So, uh, so you're doing this. You have a roommate. Yeah. I had two roommates. My, my bipolar cousin and uh, her best friend with lupus. And I, so how did you feel? You must have felt so good about yourself in that. <laughs> oh, we were all broken people. So <laughs> she's bipolar. Did she take her meds? No. And the other one has lupus. Yeah, she just started taking meds. Okay, and is she better? I think slowly it's going to be a process. I right. mean, the, sure. the last week or Does so has been very bad. Um, not at the moment, no. All right. And uh, so that's 
that's the high self-esteem apartment. So you're going out, you're doing stand-up. <laughs> yeah, bombing a lot of the time. Bombing. Um, but it's you still go back. You just is that from your mother? You mean you keep doing stand-up? Yeah. Do you? I mean, what makes um, you? You're sad. You're in fear. Honestly, but you still going out and do stand-up. That's a lot more from McDonald's. Like really? Yeah. I thought we weren't going to talk about McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. No, because what McDonald's taught me was that nothing is beneath me. Right. You know. I mean, I had the worst job. The way that people treat you in that job, the way right. they yell at you in the drive-through, right. um, is disgusting. And um, but it made me feel like, oh, if I can get through this, and, right. and that I did it for so long, I'm like, yeah, my. You know, my superpower is that I don't know how to give up. So right. I'm not going to. You can't. And plus, you know, hecklers are probably not as bad as those fucking assholes. I mean, I was mostly doing, you know, open mics in front of other comedians. So right. hecklers were a luxury, to be we, honest. You know, we didn't have bringer shows when I was starting. Yeah. When my mom was starting yeah. either. I had to explain what those were to her. So did you tell your mother that you're doing um, my podcast today? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I've, not. I've not yet. Okay, you better fucking do it. Okay, we should call her right now. Let's do it. And say, and she'll be like, "Oh, Judy Gold, I hate." Why does she talk, your mother? She does normal voice. All right, whatever. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play it. All right. So, um, you, how did you meet your wife? Okay, Cupid. Yeah. You went on okay, Cupid. Cupid. I'd gone on many All right, dates. so ha- yeah. you had been dating. Did you date? I mean, when you were living with lupus and bipolar. Yeah. Did you, could you date? Could you bring anyone uh, home? Loopy the- and bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, I, 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 not successfully. Because I was so obsessed with comedy and the idea of making it. I That's, treated, I'm telling you, yeah. that was your whole life. Like, I yeah. literally, people, yeah. I felt like, I remember because I had my ex, um, we got together, I was 22, and I felt like, okay, I have that done, I don't ever have to think about that, and all I thought about was being a better comic, being a better comic, oh, yeah. being a better, getting stage time, stage time, stage time, oh, I stage was trying time. out bits and the dates and stuff, right. you know, and, and since I wasn't successful or making any money at it, it was always tough for me to explain what I was doing. Right. And, um... So you would literally, all right, let's be on a date and you try out a bit. We're doing a scene. <laughs> okay, ready? <laughs> and this is, now how do you meet the person on OK Cupid? Yeah, okay. or Plenty of Fish, or okay. Craigslist, or okay. CrazyBlindDate.com. So, all right, you, uh, you're at the table, and I walk in. Okay, ready? Hi, are you Mike? Yeah, that's a nice shirt. Uh, I'm more of a fan of sweaters. Speaking of sweaters, my hands, I'm so sweaty. <laughs> oh, um, I was supposed to meet someone. I don't think you're the right person. <laughs> It's funny because I imagine every date that I went on before my wife, they ended up becoming a lesbian. <laughs> so it's <laughs> fitting. Yeah, that's, you could make me, a, no, I was born that way. Um, so how many dates did you go on before you met your wife? It, probably something between 40 and 50. No way. Now here's what's crazy. Did, it, did you ever have any second dates? Barely any, no. And I didn't learn from them either. So you had no set, and you just kept going, just like yeah. the stand-up. Yeah, and then just, you know, like, 
Hey, why don't we both pay for our own meals? Feminism. <laughs> Did you no do way. that? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Why do you think I didn't have second time? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that's a good uh, litmus test, I suppose. No, it isn't. Okay. Go ahead. Here's, so, a, here's what's interesting. I went on a, a double date recently with one of my best friends and his girlfriend, who was one of the people I went on a date no with. No way! Yeah. And and oh, did you shit. talk about that? She remembered. I, di- I didn't remember. And what'd she say? The worst date she ever had? No. <laughs> she just said that I, I, I seemed very distant at the time. Okay, great. So where would you have these dates? Like, um, like shitty places? <laughs> yeah. I would sometimes bring them two shows, which was the unhealthiest no, thing. No, that I is know. the worst. Oh, yeah, I yeah. know. I'm aware now. Well, even my wife, our first date was a Mexican restaurant, and mm. then our second date- I could go for Mexican tonight. Me too. Our second date was a show, and then our third date was the magical one. We went to a movie, we went to dinner, and then we went to Coney Island. And that's oh, like when wow. we fell in love, the third date. But then even then, I still was self-sabotaging. Like It was like three in the morning, and I was like, I gotta get home because I've got Dungeons and Dragons in the morning. And and I went to D&D and I quit the group and I was like, guys, I don't, you know, like, I don't know um, how long this could last, but I have to give it up. I've done all I can as a dwarf. It's time to see what I can do as a man. <laughs> and what, oh, they, well, what did they say? I see about They're a like, girl. You go get her. <laughs> they know? were? It was sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. So you're like, you love comic books, mm-hmm. which is your favorite the thing. The thing is my favorite superhero uh-huh. uh, from the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no idea. No fucking idea. He's a, he's a Jew made of rocks. Oh uh, wait. Okay, and that's the Jew whistle. Oh, okay. All right. Um, he's like a big boulder orange guy. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, he's the best. I worked with a uh, comic book comic person who actually committed suicide. Perry. Uh, Fuck is the name? He was he worked on Rosie. He was the nicest guy. Um, gay superhero. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now there are there gay superheroes. There's now? a couple. Uh, the first like openly gay like superhero from either the two big Marvel or DC. Um, Robin was no. <laughs> You'd think <laughs> Batman and Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was North Star, who is a French Canadian. So surprise. Oh, we Ricky Yeah. So um, you're this comic book nerd, yeah. and you're do. Do you play a lot of video games? Yeah, I you still do. do. Yeah. Do you feel that video games uh, are one small uh, part of the equation of why kids get guns and go shoot up? No. No, I don't think so at all. I think shitty parents and shittier gun laws are the reason that kids. So the Newtown. Yeah. I mean, I there's something in me that may, that feels like if you're mentally ill, mm-hmm. right, and you're playing sh- like really bad video, like very destructive video games, and then you get a gun. And, but after watching these, you know that you turn it off and then you turn on. Those people are alive again. That maybe you don't understand. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think there's a correlation at all. Maybe it dis- desensitizes you a little bit from seeing people like blowing up in front of you. I didn't watch Twelve Years of a Slave and think about getting a slave. I mean, it's just entertainment. Really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's Kidding. where I, I come in. I mean, it was so that was so powerful that movie. Yeah, Twelve Years of a Slave. 
Have but you guys seen like, fucking 13? believe it? What? Have you seen 13? No. Incredible documentary on Netflix. Oh, that's what I heard. Oh, it's so good. I got to write that down. 13. I, I was fucking on the plane. I was like, I know there's a, you know how you like, oh, I know there's a fucking movie I want to watch and I can't remember. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you meet your wife. Yeah. I'm very fascinated by this. Um, and you have the first date. Mm-hmm. You have, you have the second date. You have the third date. And then when did you do it? Which date? Third? No. No, it was maybe like the fifth or sixth. And were you like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing that ever happened to me? I mean, I had, I'd lost my virginity before that, but... No, I know, but yeah, I mean yeah. oh, like with her, being yeah. with her. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was incredible. I was living in a basement at the time, mm-hmm. like a friend's basement, total mooch. Did they have any um, physical ailments or mental ailments? The friend? No. So no, no lupus. I mean, they no. must have because they let me live in their. Yeah, bay. right. It was it was like in the backyard, metal grate. Right. Yeah, walk down the stairs. That's fabulous. And so, yeah. th- is that where you guys? No, she she came with me um, and s- looked down there and was like, "Yeah, I'm not going down there, but we can go back to my place." And I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> oh, that's so cute. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. So, uh, what does she do? She's a producer. She works in like um, children's television. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, how She's long? Done, done a lot of stuff for Sesame Street. Right. How long has she been doing that? She's been doing. She's been working in production since like 2008, maybe oh God, early I'm 2009. I'm so old. I'm so yeah. old. How old is she? She's uh, 32. <laughs> I can be your mother. How old's your mother? She is 60. All right. So, um, <laughs> you, uh, how long before you get married? I love comics who get married because I don't understand. Like male comics who get, yeah, go ahead. Um, we met in May of 2010. We got married in September of 2014. So. Wow, you dated for a long time. Yeah. Uh huh. And what does she like? You know, you know her. I do. She's lovely. She's one of. I mean, I, I would have married her too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really. She's, she's cool incredible. Like, there's like she's a lot super of... cute. She's really good person. Really great energy. She really like sees. You when she speaks to you, she's okay. hot. Yeah. Okay, great. There's Go so on. many comedian spouses. It's like they sit in the corner and they're like miserable. Right. They're miserable human it's beings. It's the saddest fucking right. thing in the world. And she's not. And I love her for it. She and hung out she, with me for the whole uh, New York Comedy Festival party, whatever, right. last year. It was so nice. Yeah. Well, I, you know, like my my partner, Elisa. Yeah. St- I mean, I can still hear her laughing. I mean, we, we'll get in a huge fight, but she comes and she fucking laughs so loud. It's yeah. the, and loves it. Yeah. And yeah. loves it and just loves. So do you guys laugh a lot or? Yeah, I think so. Have you been less sad since you're married? Mm. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. Definitely. Because it's also that thing like, I mean, the road is so depressing. Oh, please don't even. I know. But knowing that there's something to go back to. Like, right. I think about all the comics who die in hotel rooms and like, right. but that idea of like, if you don't have anything to go back to, then it doesn't matter where right. you die. Right. That's like Ann Coulter. Jesus. You know? Yes. That's I, why I, she's a cunt. You I, know? I worked for her on the roast. Oh, wow. You did? I was one of the main people that. Oh, my God. I uh, need to know. All right. So <laughs> you, 
you're doing stand up yeah. and you start writing. So you wrote for Amy Schumar. Are you still writing on Inside Amy Schumar? Um, just, well, we don't know because, yeah. yeah. How was that? And then that whole. It was the best job ever. It was incredible. Um, well, the I stuff got, is so great. It's the best. I, it was the first sketches I ever wrote, and it was for the best sketch show on TV. It was very right. intimidating, but amazing. And it's mostly women in the writer's room. Right. They, more Which people should never, try that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's incredible is that so many of the people in that room were the only woman, women in, in their writers' rooms before, and treated shitty because right. of it. So then they come here and they're like, "Let's make this the best we can, the right. best environment." I mean, anything I got on, like just watching the episodes after they aired, because even you know the edit like is the difference. Right, you have no idea; all your jokes get cut. But everything I got on felt like the biggest personal right. victory. Mm. So when, um, so you're working on this show, yeah. Uh, but you did you do any? Were you in any skits or anything? I was in one. Um, I was in one in season two before I was a writer. I uh-huh. played a serial killer, which is typecasting. Right. And <laughs> and then in this season, they did a gun lawyer sketch that they didn't air in the season, right. and I was in that. So did they not air a lot of stuff? That was the only one they didn't air, uh-huh. and it was you in but it. They, That's the story of my life. Yeah, they made it a yeah. digital like exclusive. Yeah. Okay, so uh, and the, the, you know there was an, another writer on the show who made some rape jokes. Yeah. And you know, of course, Amy got. Yeah, he's a friend of mine, Kurt. Right. Yeah. And what what the hell was that all about? I mean, it's their own thing. He's a Riley guy. Yeah. You know, a Riley guy. He's Wiley and Riley. He's what like, does that mean? You yeah. know, he's a troublemaker, a little bit shitster. Because you can't really work on that show and, you know, be anti-woman. No, and I don't. I don't think he is. I mean, I, I think the show wouldn't be as good as it is without him. I think. Right. You know, he even I remember talking to him about it. Like he even admitted the, his tone and the way that right. he addressed things was wrong. I think that whole situation mm-hmm. was extremely uncomfortable, and I think our need to react before we listen and even oh, digest yeah, the facts, the fact that we, we still don't even know who the victims are, right? Um, the reality that I think he's in the, the, the comic in question uh, who did the actual rapes, Aaron Glazer, mm-hmm. I think that he might be in like a court case. Like He might be the only comic to ever make money from the UCB. Which is its own horrible tragedy. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but, but it is like that thing, I, I think, you know, we all just need to listen more. and Oh, not you're not kidding. Fucking immediately jump. Right. And, and, and I think, you know, hopefully Kurt learned that. So. But the people who all were like off of this head and all that, I don't think they'd ever even realize like how much he's added to the quality of that show. Right. Yeah, well, of it, course not. It, it felt like a response that a lot of minorities have, I think, at first, or or, or you know, a group that's been so um, marginalized. Yes, Absolutely, marginalized. Yeah. I think shotgun responses are. But often... it's also like we've been silent for so. I mean, women have oh, really yeah. put up with so much fucking shit that you know it's well, it's tough. Well, well even well, the idea that like you know cops killing black people is new it's like no you hearing about it and knowing their names is new well now it's yeah now we have phones and video and and we have social media which is how we got fuck ass 
piece of shit to be president. Mm. Sorry, I said piece of shit, but... Well, that and the idea that, like, you know... I mean, there's so many reasons he became president. And right. like I said, growing up in Florida, it makes a lot more sense to of me course. than it does my friends I mean, who've I live ever this, lived here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at where we live. Yeah. So um, you worked on the roast. Um, yeah. So did you start getting other writer jobs from the Amy Schumer inside? Yeah. Um, she, she, I knew her like on the periphery for years. Yes. And then um, she saw me doing a roast battle. Right. At the Gramercy, me and Bonnie McFarland battled, yes. which was awesome. She's incredible. She's so great. I yeah. saw that. I hate roast battles, by the way. I hate roasts. I understand, yeah. Uh, I And everyone's always like, Judy, you'd be so good. You'd be so good. On, and it's like, I don't want to, no. I, I, I don't know. I just, it's just mean. I mean, you are. You are yeah. a roaster, though. I mean, your yeah. crowd work is right, part of what I you're just, known for. Right, but just to purposely, and I feel like I I've it. done roasts at the Friars Club, and they're so much different than the Comedy Central roasts because the ones at the Friars Club, like you know, you're all friends, and it's really a roast. And the, these are just like, what celebrities can we get on, and how mean can we be? Yeah. But so you, the Friar is booked, the Comedy Central one is cast. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you do the roast battle with Bonnie, mm-hmm. who won? I did. Wow. But it yeah, was fucking she close. Did great good. though. Yeah. It she's was good. So close. We were vicious to each other. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It was so good. Um and then I feel like you know it's it's sort of like we know that that that's a joke, you yeah. know. But I think sometimes people who are watching don't get it. That's true. Like yeah. like Donald fuck says his crap and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And they, you know, I don't know. So uh, you so t- I you have so, to, yeah go ahead. So Amy comes up to me and she's just like, um, "Did you you know how much of that was your own stuff?" And I was like, "I write all my own roast jokes." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "All right, good to know." And then a couple months later, I wrote for her on the movie awards on MTV. Mm-hmm. And then from that, like, I would just send her jokes, send her jokes, and then one of the emails like, "Hey, do you want to work for me?" And I'm like, "Do I?" <laughs> Awesome. And it was, I mean, it genuinely, you know, writing on her show was the best experience. I know it's supposed to come back for another season, but I have zero idea when. Right. Um, I'm just moving and, and seeing, you know, what opportunities there are in L.A. Right. If I get asked to come back, I absolutely would because, it, yeah, it's the best. The way you're treated. Right. And then, you, I mean. Because it's run by women. It's yeah. also, yeah. And, you know, if you work on enough shows, you know the difference between, like, when you're working on something. Right. Good. It just feels different when you go into work. So you worked on the roast. Uh, yeah, the Rob Lowe roast. Yeah. Rob Lowe roast. It was my first one writing on. Okay. Yeah. And you did you write for Ann Coulter? Yes. And did you talk to Ann Coulter? Yes. Okay. So we need to spend the next few moments discussing Ann Cunt Coulter. (laughs) Ann Cunt Coulter. Uh, So. Who yesterday wrote, without fat girls, there would be no protest. Yes. Yeah. So you, let's do the phone call where um, (laughs) I tell you you're working with Ann Coulter. Okay. Ready? (laughs) Ring. Ring. Hello? Mike. Yes? Hey, it's uh, Judy, the head of the roast battle master for Comedy <laughs> Uh So uh, we have assigned, um, you're going to be working with Ann Coulter. That's awesome. I think she could have the best set of the night. 
Really? Yeah. Well, that's great. That's why we picked you yeah. to work with Ann Coulter. People will hate her so much and have such low expectations that if she defies them even the littlest bit, it'll be the most memorable thing ever. Well, that's that's why we love you, Mike. Um, so uh, here's her number. It's 666. <laughs> <laughs> Please call her. Um, and, uh, you know, please keep us posted. Uh, we've now, let do her I know. say her name three times backwards in the mirror or five times? I think it's three. I think it's actually. All right. All right. So you, you call. What was your first encounter with her like? It was on the phone. And yeah. so so what, what happened was um, she was like announced maybe five days before we found out she was going to be on the dais and that was just like i really did think like you know what like if we write these really like self-aware jokes like everyone's gonna hate her i mean because honestly no matter what people say about her on the roast she did add flavor to it i think the roast was better because she was on because everyone hates her fucking guts and right. it made you feel something right. and it was right. cathartic it right. was a release you know yeah. and every other like you know even comedy program has this kind of like snark but just getting to call her like a dumb cunt was like I think we need a place for that especially now now knowing we lost right so you're sitting you're tell me some jokes you wrote for her um well it's funny because the night that the roast aired Mm -hmm. um Comedy Central had me and and another comic uh, Earl Skakel they're like hey we want you to do this Facebook live post roast show like Mm -hmm. a Walking Dead type thing and I was like, you know what? That sounds awesome. So um, I, they're like, pitch us segment ideas. And I was like, what if we get a puppet of Ann Coulter and I'll have it say the jokes that I wrote for her that she rejected? Right. And we did it. And um, and it's funny because that actually became like news the next day, like. It was in Variety and Entertainment right, Weekly. Right, like right. people wrote about it. It mm-hmm. was like, and it was like me, like roast writer, disgruntled roast writer Mike Lawrence reveals jokes they wrote for Ann Coulter, and one of them, the opening line was like, "Rob, it's so nice that um, you know uh, you let me be here. It's it's actually uh, just really nice that I'm not the most hated person in a room for once." <laughs> um, another one was, um, <laughs> "You're just like." Uh, you know, Rob Lowe is uh, just like the, uh, just like America. You haven't been great since Reagan was president, and unemployment is becoming more and more of a problem for you. That was good. Now, yeah. did she get laughs on these? She didn't do them. She, she, those were the ones that. Oh, those said. are the ones that didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, my oh my f- god, my fucking mind. Go ahead. My, you, you know why? Because of this. You made me. Uh, yeah. What is this? I have to. I. Left? <laughs> 30 minutes left, yeah. Well, I no, because I have to go to um, the podiatrist. Oh, well, I mean, 30 at All most. All right, go ahead. Sorry. I'm so sorry, Mike, um, that I interrupted you. Go. It's my fault because I didn't yeah. get her a snack. All right, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. But my favorite my favorite one was, um, for, for whatever reason, she really wanted to take down Trevor Noah. Right. And um, so right. we, she did one of her own jokes about it. But what? like the joke that I gave her was, um, 
you know, giving Rob Lowe his own roast was the worst decision Comedy Central has made since they replaced John Stewart with a South African child. <laughs> Am I white, people? Am I white? <laughs> and I thought her doing I mean, that right. would have been the most amazing. That's a great thing. joke. Yeah. And oh, I love it for so <laughs> nope. many reasons. So. Nope. It's funny how they decide no, no, or sh- did she decide? Yeah. Oh, because it hits we, too close yeah. to home. We wrote so many jokes, and then it was like, this did is what she, I'm was doing. Was she nice? In person, yeah. It wasn't like, like, I'm not doing this. It was like, I don't feel like I can. Like One of the funniest moments like when we were on the phone with her was she was like, I don't want to come off too mean or harsh. And you're like, what the fuck are what? you? What? You don't want to come your fucking aunt. You are mean and harsh. <laughs> Those jokes actually humanize her. Yeah. I mean, she's not human. No, no. or human. Nope. Yeah, but you know, I, I think one of the most interesting things to like look at and learn from this election is that I, I was saying to like a comedy agent and trying to explain to them in, in those terms, like Hillary Clinton was like performing at a comedy club on a night where they had to give away tickets and she had to appeal to everyone and be what they thought comedy was. Right. Donald Trump was performing to a sold out theater of his fans. Right. You know, and that's what she does and that's what he does. They don't give a fuck what we think. They don't care that they lost us. They were never going to get us. But like when you watch the debates again, mm-hmm. he is just saying the right things for them. She right. didn't. She did not mobilize people to go out in the swing states. Right. Right. But he did. You know, like when he said the whole thing of like you should be in jail. Yeah, right. That's fucking wackadoodle. Right. And but what God, about that's what they want to hear. Following her around like a predator. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was that weird. was horrible. So because um, you can't trust her. And then and it basically re regurgitating. Her own responses to questions. Oh, he's yeah. just a fucking. And he but lies. He, he says one thing. I mean, in, in the same sentence, lying. Yeah. You but know? he talks like a regular person, and she talks like how you think a politician does. And if you don't like what politics has done to your life, then you're going to rebel go against that. Yeah. Little do they know, he could give a shit about these people. Oh yeah, of course. He is the banks, and they run the politicians. Yeah. Right. Now, um, I mean, the fact that he can. The fact that Trump, you, okay, yeah. made fun of a handicapped person, talked about assaulting women, fights with Rosie and like is up at three in the morning tweeting <laughs> like he's a fucking two year old. He's a fucking two year old. He is none obsessed of that, with her. None of that matters to people who lost their jobs and think the current administration is responsible for that. They don't give a fuck. Do you know how much I used to make doing stand up in the 90s? And now look at it. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Okay, so I have to, I need, I have more Ann Coulter questions. So she was, you know, they vilified. I mean, it was beautiful. Yeah. How was she after? Um, I don't know how she was immediately after, but here's what, like, I remember she had a flight afterwards, mm-hmm. and she went up to, like, one of the producers before the roast even started and was like, can I go up early and go? And they're like, that's not how a roast works. Like, she never watched one. Right. She, did, she didn't want to see one, which right. tells you a lot. Right. It's like, oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, I could do a theme show at a fucking hookah bar in Brooklyn for right. eight people, and I'd like to see a clip of what it is just right. so I know what I'm getting into. Right. You don't want to get booked for something you're not aware of. Right. But I think for her, it was like, nah, I got this. <laughs> Coulter good. And 
the most telling thing to me wasn't after but it was and i wish i had taken pictures of this was during the breaks because like even though it's not live they would break between every roaster for like three to four minutes right um, you would see just everyone... to suck the life out of the room. Yeah, exactly. You would see the dais like fraternizing and being friendly, and then you would just see her on the monitor, like by herself, like being alone. And it was the most human that I had seen her. And it was like, oh, you built a wall around right, yourself. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's really fucked up. Yeah. yeah. They're really into building walls. Yeah. Great. So um, afterwards, she went up to a producer, you said. Oh, before. Oh, before. I thought you said, uh, oh, right, to ask if uh, if yeah. she could leave. Yeah, yeah, so afterwards, what happened? I mean, afterwards, she just left and got on the like, plane. And... In the, in, was she, did you watch her while people were saying shit about her? Oh, yeah. And? I mean, when you're backstage, they have a camera basically on everyone. Right. And especially... There's more cameras on that person when they, you know, the... When the joke's about them. Exactly. And they already, everyone has the script, so they right. kind of know, like, all right, this is going to be um, this person's moment and that right, person's right, right. moment. So keep the cameras on them. And you know, Joan Rivers, when she was roasted, yeah. she was really upset about it. Like, oh, that yeah. she Because she's a human being, and she really did feel those horrible things about herself which is why she got so much plastic oh, surgery man. oh yeah you know? but this and the daughter stuff she right. didn't yeah but did, so Ann Coulter came there alone right pretty or no? much yeah and your dealings with her were all business they were yeah and you know when I talked to her in person, it was fine. She wasn't mean or. But do, don't she you feel like didn't you want to say you know everyone hates you and why you say shit like this? No, because it was my job. You know, I had to feed people who were fucking dicks to me for right. seven. And a, you know, people yeah, that showed true. up every that, day. Back to McDonald's. And even and even now, you know, as as a touring comedians, right. We're going to go out there on the road and there are going to be Trump supporters in the audience and I'm going to try to make them laugh as much as I make everyone else laugh because that's my fucking job. Right. And well, that's good. You're very mature for your age. Yeah. <laughs> I don't for think any Trump age. supporters are going to come to my shows. I think you, you know what? They like you, though. I've Ugh. seen redneck hicks come up I to you and know, be like, I know, but you know what I'm saying. Well, you're the only lesbian I like. I know. It's, oh, yeah, and I get, yeah. You're okay by me, Judy. Um, all those redneck kicks that voted for him in Wisconsin yeah. and Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Did you, uh, are you a feminist? Absolutely. I'm sorry. I would say I, yes. You know what? I, I was literally talking to someone this the other day, and I was like, I don't think a straight white man should ever call themselves that or an ally. Like, I right. think it's something... Which is why he is. Stop! Sorry. Yeah. Someone else can call you that, but God, mm -hmm. fuck the people that call them that themselves. Because then right. you're also looking to find reasons for mm -hmm. people to find out moments that you aren't. Right. Mm -hmm. But I believe I am. I mean, I've mostly written for women as, as a writer. I find it better. I prefer to work right. for women. Now... I know a lot. I mean, and since this election, it's gotten worse. But yeah. I've realized, you know, on Facecock and, you know, I have these right wing comics. I mean, like, I can't believe it. Yeah. So, you know, 
my thing is, don't tell me what's going on because you have not lived or experienced this world as a woman, as a les, or as a Jew. So cut the shit. Yeah. Um, but are, you, um, you must be around the misogyny and all of that kind yeah. of shit all the time. Do you speak up? At times, yeah. yeah there have you, been moments like I've talked to people and things like that. Like, hey, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, right. Um, and then and then there are times, you know, I'll admit that I don't. Right. I don't want to be like. It, it depends what it is. Like, I remember I was in a comedy club once, and the guy was like, you want to see the girl I'm fucking? And he just showed me a picture of a vagina. Like, literally just a picture right. of a vagina <laughs> on a phone. Which I would have been like, oh, Cheryl. Yeah. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I didn't say shit. And it was like... And and maybe I should have, but like there is that part of me too. It's like, but you, you know get shot. You get. I mean, at some point you're like, yeah, you're in shock. Like, what are you yeah. thrown off by it? Yeah, I mean, I'm not because right. of my environment and when right. I grew up and right. And I think, you know, and I could be wrong in this, but there are times when I let things pass and maybe I shouldn't. And right. there are times when I stop or stick up for someone and you know maybe I shouldn't I don't know right you you never I mean I think so much of the problem is like I go online and and I read these articles that fill me with white male guilt but to a lot of people the current culture has just made them immune and even more intolerant right no matter what you do, you're racist or sexist. And even if you don't actively do things that are because you live in a world that has benefited you because of the way you were born, you right. are. But then it's not like, I don't want to fucking admit I'm racist. Right. But if I deny I'm racist, then I'm racist. So I can't I think everyone's want... racist because no one knows yeah. what it's like to be the other right. race. Yeah. But, right. But, and I think that is something that, that, that did happen this election where it's like if you just keep telling people that and shaming them and even with, you know, trans stuff. Like, right. Like, yeah, I believe we should accept trans people, but I also think like, yeah, I might fuck up the pronouns at the beginning. Like, let me learn right. too. You know? It's yeah. Not you were one of, I think my, you know, out of. You're one of the people that got it the quickest. Oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> just saying. Just I lick an ass. Now, um... <laughs> I, I want to lick your ass. All right. Uh, you, you let me be Spider-Man, I let you be a man. That's yeah. right. That's <laughs> right, boy. <laughs> we'll we'll throw our webs at each other later. No, <laughs> okay, I can't with this fucking shit. I can't <laughs> listen to this <laughs> straight bullshit. Now... Uh-huh. We all we ask. I you know I you were here when Shelley was here. Um, yeah. Uh, we ask every. And thanks guest, for making me have to follow real talent. Oh shut <laughs> up! You're so fucking talented, <laughs> and you're such a good writer. You got to write my shit. Anyway, so um, what pisses you off the most? And you know what really fucking makes you so fucking angry? Oh God, it's so much stuff. Um. Uh, it's tough narrowing it down. Um, immediately, I guess. Uh, you know, it's so funny that I know we had had to reschedule this podcast eight hundred times. If we if we had done it like three, we would have been the most normal, different. But right, you can't not think about all the because it's also yeah. It's like I don't want to fucking ignore it. Um, 
I think I don't know, right now it's people who use the word cuck as an insult. You know, I'm a proud fucking cuck. Like my wife um this is the only reason I look like a half decent person. Right. And maybe I am a little submissive and that's right. okay. Like but uh, it is the fucking MRAs. Like that pisses me off the mm-hmm. most. People who have like genuinely ruined um nerd culture this right. year. Like right. the I had I know, a, that really upsets me. I had a nerd based podcast for the past five years right. and I, I ended it this year and one of the main reasons was the reaction to the Ghostbusters movie. I found it disgusting, and I hate that that's my, you know. I, I'm not one of those people who's like, that's not my, no, that is my fucking culture. Uh, right. That video, you know, I don't think video games lead to violence as much as they lead to broiness and right. misogyny right. and homophobia. Um, that fucking disgusts me. Like, right. this, you know. I got into this shit because the world I lived in was bad and it made me think of a better place and that people have used it to make the world they live in an even worse place is appalling. But he's not a feminist. Amen. 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 All right. I love you. I think I'm falling in love with Mike Lawrence. Yeah, I know. Um, It happens to all of us. Uh... But also, smokers are shitty. I, I agree yeah, I with Shelly on that. Yeah, I, I you know can't. Because I, I, I didn't want to chime in because I wasn't the guest, but right. I think the most annoying thing about smokers is they do not give a shit about ruining your conversation. Right, or... To ask for a cigarette. Right. You or, would never do that under any other fucking right, circumstances. Right, right, right. A normal, you know... And it, they don't care. They don't care no. that they're, you know, it's it's a selfish... Yeah. It's a selfish habit. Um, have you, wait, what do you think? Oh, you know, you know, right? I don't know, actually, no. Um, uh, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say no. I think no, too. What's this? Have you ever been on any antidepressants? No. But I started therapy about three months ago. Yeah! Do you like your therapist? It's okay. Is it a guy um, or a girl? It's a girl. I'm ready to move to L.A. <laughs> you really she's, you she's think fine. you're gonna be so great in LA and you just wait you you have to drive everywhere I've never driven a car I'm okay. gonna have to learn yeah. oh you oh haven't learned God. he's been saying this for so long no, you ha- and you're in I your car I have permit yeah. oh it's awful and I you're just loneliness. in your car yeah yeah I mean, I love the hiking. I love, the, you know, there's stuff I love about it. But the Uber whole, and Lyft and I, I that's take what buses. I do. That's what I do. Uh, I yeah. Uber everywhere when I'm yeah. there because it's so much cheaper. And the Uber, it, you know, like you can go really far and it's cheap. Yeah. Um, Mike, will you c- come visit us? Yeah. Even after you move to L.A.? Yeah, absolutely. This is great. That's it? Yeah. Oh, she great. wants... <laughs> She wants to I mean, I'm you. really, I'm really excited to be in the studio where uh, Taz, the human podcast. Oh, was, I know. I've honestly listened to his podcast multiple times. Really? Yeah. I know all of this stuff. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was former it. ECW world champion. Yep. I'm a big wrestling fan. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Which I am having the biggest emotional conflict with this week, whether or not I need to give up WWE. Yeah, you have to because uh, now she's going to be no. in the administration. They gave, they gave him six million dollars. Oh, they no. gave him six million dollars. Well, you know, she ran for Senate. Yeah, twice. and they um, and she's going to be in the administration. Yeah, they and gave him six million dollars. They've never given their wrestlers health insurance. It's it's. Are tough. you kidding? I'm not. No. 
There's the, they don't consider them employees. They consider them independent contractors. Well, you just well, wait until you wait until this whole thing begins, and all those people who thought that he was going to save them have a nice life. Yeah, yeah, he can't get those jobs back. Right. The, the companies decided that they were not going to be around anymore. It's great, Mike. You're a genius. Thank you're you. really fucking smart. Thank you. You're a total nerd. I love that. Yeah. You're Harry. Yeah. Um, you're married? Yeah. Do you want kids? Yeah, we do. Okay. Very soon. Yeah, I mean, God, nothing you say cannot go back to this shit, but oh, right. this week has been one of those, like, do we fucking want kids? Still? I know. I, I mean, Ben, yeah. my younger one, was uh, four weeks old when 9-11 happened, and I was like, oh, oh my fuck. God, what world are we living in? Yeah. Um... Well, so all right. So you're moving to L.A. You're yeah. gonna come back and visit us, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get a show, and you're gonna write on it. Absolutely, I would love to. And you're gonna say say hi to your mom. Yeah. What else? Anything else we have to? I love this show. I feel like it was soul food for me. Great. No one cares, Lauren. Patrick, how do you feel? <laughs> I feel good. I, I feel, feel weird being on a show with all white people, and it'd be called soul food. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't feel white. Too. I don't feel. You, I know. See, see, you can't win. No, yeah. you can't. You can't. I'm um, a racist white male with a pussy to grab. Uh, now, where can people find? Where can people find you on the uh, social media? In his pussy, uh, uh, Trump's America. Um, yeah, you find me at uh, MikeLawrenceComedy.com and uh, at the Mike Lawrence on Twitter. And um, I'm touring it like twice a month. <laughs> Follow Usually. his Twitter. It's yeah. great. Um, thank you for being here, Mike. Thanks for having me. Uh, whatever you... Who are you? That doesn't matter. Patrick, thanks for being here. Oh, anytime. I love yeah. it. Oh, good. And you you are? Doesn't matter. Okay. Thank you all for listening. This has been a very special episode of Kill Me Now. We'll uh, see you next week. And as we always say... It's Hennessy. That's who I am. Right when I'm about to do my mother, you have to fucking interrupt me. (laughs) And as we always say, so long! And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long.